Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Financial Times. We value your feedback. Please go to ft.com slash listen and fill out a short survey for a chance to win a pair of Bose acoustic noise-cancelling headphones. The FT Twelve years ago, Jeff Bezos, chief executive of Amazon, gave the green light for an experimental business. This was Amazon Web Services, its cloud computing arm, which allows it to sell computing power to businesses, from small startups to huge groups like Netflix and the US government. But strangely, relatively little is known about its inner workings, until now. I'm Murad Ahmed, European technology correspondent for the Financial Times, and to discuss this is Leslie Hook, an FT correspondent in San Francisco. Hi, Leslie. For somebody who doesn't know anything about Amazon Web Services, what is this business that's secretly quite a huge thing for Amazon? Amazon Web Services, the idea sort of came about back in 2003. And at the time, Amazon.com was providing some hosting services to companies like Marks and Spencer's, helping them run their websites. And Amazon realized internally that its engineers kept getting slowed down by constantly building data centers. And anything that needed computing power used to be based on on on-premise data centers. So 10 years ago, all the Fortune 500 companies had their own data centers, which were built at tremendous cost and tremendous upfront cost. And the idea behind Amazon Web Services is that computing power can be sold a little bit like electricity. You know, it can be sold by the hour, and anyone who can access the internet, whether it's a programmer in their dorm room or a startup or a huge company, anyone who can access the internet can access that same computing infrastructure that is the Amazon Web Services data center. And they can access that just for computing purposes or purchase storage space in Amazon's data centers or the cloud, as people like to call it. Right. And it started as a relatively small project. I note that the the initial team was 57 people, which is a pretty healthy startup anyway. But it was a small project and now it's become a significant part of its business. How significant is it within Amazon's wider retail and uh, all the other things that it does? Well, right now it's the fastest growing part of the business. We don't know exact numbers yet, but Amazon is going to unveil more figures around Amazon Web Services next week during Amazon's earnings call. But uh, analyst estimates, for example, Macquarie believes that last year Amazon Web Services had about $5 billion in revenues, and they're expecting that will grow to more than $7 billion this year. And AWS had quite a head start over its rivals. So we're seeing increased competition, particularly from Google and Microsoft. But uh, right now, they're still the dominant player in this market. And how the competition doing? I recently went to a conference in Dublin, where I spoke to the head of Google's infrastructure team. And before we spoke, he basically gave away to all the startups in the room $10,000 worth of access into Google's cloud services, which was met with a huge round of applause, but showed the kind of outreach that needs to be done. You know, you have to really quite aggressively go after people and accept pretty low margins in this industry. Are the competition going to be able to catch Amazon? Well, it is a hugely competitive space. And I think whether it's price cuts or $10,000 coupons, it it really is going to be, especially right now, quite a cost-sensitive, price-sensitive market. 
you know, data centers require very high upfront investment just to build. It can be tens or hundreds of millions of dollars. And these are all companies, you know, Amazon, Microsoft, and Google that have lots of free cash flow. So it is going to be a bit of a spending war right now. What I hear from developers here in San Francisco is that Google is potentially the strongest rival to Amazon Web Services in the long term because it's based on the same operating system, Linux, as AWS is. So that makes it a bit more simple to transfer. What's brought on this bout of honesty from Amazon? Next week, it's going to reveal more about this business for the first time. It's usually dumped the financials of Amazon Web Services into the other category, so we haven't really been able to get a strong insight. What's causing them to reveal more? Among Amazon shareholders, I think there's been a lot of questions about AWS. For one, Amazon's spending a lot of money investing in AWS on these data centers, and I think shareholders have been wanting to know more. I mean, it's been completely hidden in in this other category, along with things like, you know, Amazon branded credit cards and miscellany like that. And Amazon's share price has been basically flat over the last year. Um, you know, it hasn't gained in, in this bull market as much as you expect. So I think that by providing more transparency around Amazon Web Services, Amazon hopes to highlight the value of this business and, and the value of its huge investments. And for Amazon itself, there's been lots of question marks about how profitable it can be. It's often criticized for its high costs and not focusing on profits. Uh, you know, Jeff Bezos says that the thinking for the long term of the markets need to be much more patient with it. But can this be the group within Amazon that supercharges its financials and make sure that it becomes a profit center for the whole group? Yeah, I think that's really the core question. I mean, Amazon has historically managed its business so that its bottom line, its profits are roughly around zero. And as you say, Jeff Bezos has a bit of a different philosophy, emphasizing long-term free cash flow for shareholders. And when I spoke with Andy Jassy, the head of Amazon Web Services last week, uh, one thing he said is that Amazon as a company is okay being misunderstood um, that Amazon as a company doesn't really care whether the stock price is up or down or whether people agree with their strategy in the short term. But Andy believes that you know Amazon Web Services could someday be the biggest part of Amazon, which is you know really saying something when you consider that Amazon's retail operations have uh, $61 billion a year in sales. So, you know, if they continue at current growth rates, I think we will see Amazon Web Services be a huge part of the business. And the margins are, are really anyone's guess. Most analysts believe that they're not making any money right now. And whether the price wars will continue in the long term is hard to say at this point. But we'll find out a lot more uh, next Thursday once Amazon unveils more of the financials behind AWS. And if you want to find out much more before next Thursday, do read Leslie's piece about Amazon Web Services at ft.com. Thank you, Leslie, for joining us. Thank you, Murad. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.